This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. The voices and opinions of this podcast do not represent the teams, the players, or our very special guests work for. The OIW Podcast Network proudly brings to you the mascots of Poke Group Podcast, powered by Ray's Energy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the furriest and the fuzziest show on the web. This is the Mascots of Poker Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Joseph, from the beautiful Lone Star State of Texas. And joining me are my co-hosts, as always, from the Sunshine State, Charlie Bruno, the mascot dude. Hey, guys. How you guys all doing? We hope you guys enjoyed our last episode where we had our good friend, Swish, of the Lakeland Magic. If you haven't, guys, make sure you guys follow him because he's been doing some great stuff recently. And, of course, also joining me from NC, North Carolina represent, it's Irvin. Hello. How's everyone doing? Hope this will be a fun one tonight. Be a fun debate. Uh, yeah. And our special guest joining us um, alongside is independent mascot, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Knight. Uh, squawk, squawk. Hi, everybody. Squawk, squawk. I like it. <laughs> Red Tail. Check them out. All right. So this episode, I should preface, is 100% improv, unscripted, because the number one important rule of mascotting, for those of you out there, is improv. Improv is one of the most number one rules of mascotting. It's absolutely important. And uh, we do everything on the fly. And this is no different. So tonight, we are ranking the ECHL arenas. Who is at the top for us? Who's at the bottom for us? You'll find out. But first, we always got to thank our special friends at Raise Energy, always keeping us energized. You can find their products under Energy and Focus, pre-workout, build muscle, weight loss, protein and food, and recovering hydration categories. Raise and its energy drink really made an impression when it kicked off its monthly limited edition series, where it drops entirely new and limited time flavor each month. That's something we've seen brands do in the pre-workout category, although not energy drinks. And not only has Raise been consistent, but this past month it took things up a notch and dropped two limited flavors. The beverage brand also makes sure each of those products isn't just any traditional taste. It's kept them fun, exciting, and interesting with the likes of Rainbow, Mystery Flavor, and the all-out Sour Effort Franken-Sour. The other area Raise made its impact is with the spinoffs of the signature energy drink, including a pre-workout powder version of Raise and the functional high-protein baking mixes and Raise Flapjacks and Raise Cakes. And also make sure you check out their new flavor, which is what, Charlie? Well, it is Blue Shock. Blue Shock Blue. has been a limited edition flavor and it ended up becoming a permanent one. All right, Blue Shock. And you can check that out by using the promo code MASCOTS and you can get 15% off your order of Raise Energy right to your door. Keeping us energized at the Mascot Support Group Podcast. So I'm going to be your moderator for this one as Charlie did do a very good job of moderating the MLB stadiums. So pretty much going to work the same way. I'm going to call out an arena or team and these guys are going to put it one through 27, wherever they feel like it goes on their list. Once again, this is 100% improv and 100% unscripted. And that is sometimes we have to roll with the punches here at the Mascot Support Group. So We apologize. No, no apologies needed. It's okay. 
uh, <laughs> so we are going to start our journey in Cincinnati, Ohio, and we are going to go okay. to the Heritage Bank Center, the home of the Cincinnati Cyclones. Where do you guys have this ranked on your list? <clears throat> so, Heritage um, wow, wow, um, Bank Center. Okay. I'm doing my little research right now. As you said, this is completely um, unscripted. Yep. And, I have a pull up here. And, yeah. and I and I'm I was a bad boy. I did not do my homework. So being last minute, I'm figuring it out all right now. Because like I said, we're all improving. So I'll say the name sounds kind of cool. Like I'm looking at it right now. I'll give it a I guess what I'm doing, I'm looking at the outside, seeing if he wants me to pull pull it in, pull me into the arena. And I'll give it a at my 18th spot. 18? Okay. Uh, Irvin, where do you have give, the Cincinnati yeah. Cyclones? Cincinnati, I'll give it um, I'll give it 16. 16. Chris? Yeah. I'd say about 18th. Okay. So, looks like we might all have a similar opinion here. So, the Heritage Bank Center is an indoor arena located in downtown Cincinnati next to the Great American Ballpark, home of the Cincinnati Reds. It was completed in September of 1975 and was named the Riverfront Coliseum because of its placement next to Riverfront Arena, uh, Riverfront, Riverfront Col uh, Stadium. Jesus. Uh, the capacity for this stadium is 17556 uh, The construction cost was nearly $20 million to make this uh, beautiful project happen. Now, as far as where Heritage Bank Center is going to go on my list, I have it at number 16. So around where these guys have it, um, it is a very solid arena. However, when I look at it, you know, it kind of gives me that factory vibe to it. But also, I just love the downtown setting that, you know, Cincinnati has uh, along with their arena. So I'm going to give Cincinnati a very solid uh, 16. All right, so continuing on our journey, we are gonna actually going to go to the newest arena and newest team in the ECHL, and that is the Savannah Ghost Pirates, and they play in the N Market Arena. Where do you gentlemen have our rookie team? Oh, I'll go on this one. So, looking at it, I love that it has like that um, convention look. When you look at the interior, exterior. So I'm gonna definitely have it in my top fifteen at number eleven. All right, Irvin. Yeah, I agree with Charlie. Number eleven, Chris. I'd say it looks beautiful from the inside outside. I'll put it like in my top ten. I'll put around eight. All right. So uh, as far as for me, you know, obviously there's not much, you know, history here uh, to be had um, since it just opened this year. Um, I'm actually going to rank this uh, arena at number 18. So just a spot below, uh, a few spots below the Heritage Bank Center. 
uh, in Cincinnati. Um, I'm very excited to see what the Ghost Pirates are going to do uh, this season. Uh, they will open their season October 22nd, uh, playing against the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. And then on Saturday, November 5th, they will play their first home opener uh, at the End Market Arena, also against the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. So make sure that uh, you catch this uh, amazing rookie team that uh, the fans in Georgia are going to love. All right. So continuing on our journey, we are going to go to another team in Georgia. We're going to go to the Atlanta Gladiators in the, Cat in the Gas South Arena. Um, uh, obviously, this was formerly named the Insurance Arena, I believe it was called. Um, but now it's the Gas South Arena. Um, for the Atlanta Gladiators, where do you guys have Atlanta on your list? Ovin, you want to go first on this one? Uh, I would say 12. 12, okay. Yeah. Charlie, Chris? You know what? I like, I like the look. Um... It looks like it has a nice welcoming vibe to them. And I love a full glass window entrance. So I'm going to put them in my top 10 at number 10. Okay. I put Chris. about the same. I do like the how it looks from the aerial shot. It looks like a big arrow kind of from the aerial shot. I'd say I'd put about 10. I'd agree with them. All right. Um, so this arena opened on February 16th, 2003. So just one shy, uh, one day shy of my first birthday back then. Um, oh, wow. And um, this, the capacity of this arena is about 13,000 uh, holding here. And of course, of course, it was formerly known as the Infinite Energy Arena, it is multi-purpose. Uh, they use it for a performing arts center, events hall, and exhibition hall. So it is multi-purpose uh, when they use it. Uh, but looking at it from both the inside and the outside. So the outside looks pretty nice. I love all the glass. I'm a, I, I'm a glass man. I will say that, I'm a glass man. I do like all the glass. Um, but as far as the indoor, uh, indoor looks pretty solid. Pretty solid. I, I do like uh, you know some of the suites uh look at those up there uh the rafters um but uh i'm going to rank them down at number 21 so they are a bit lower uh on my list uh, as far as arenas go but still pretty nice arena all right and then continuing on we are going to go to michigan and we're going to go to kalamazoo uh, at the Wings Event Center, the home of the Kalamazoo Wings. And we're going to have a lot of fun with this one, <laughs> especially during the conversations we had before we started recording. So I'm going to let Irvin... <laughs> actually, no, no, actually, yeah, I, uh, yeah, Irvin, uh, you're going to kick this one off. Oh, my God. All right. It looks like... Okay, it looks like Burger King. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It looks like Burger King, but, you know... <laughs> It's an okay arena. It looks like Walmart, you know. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it number twenty. Okay, Chris, please tell me what you said as well. Well, I said it looks like inside of a Walmart. And I was both 
I almost say it looks like an old Walmart converted to an arena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Charlie. When looking at the insides, I so agree with you guys. Like, it literally looks like, say, you're going to like a fairgrounds and you're seeing like a very bad wrestling show. I've been to better um, looking fairground arenas than that. And, and, and the thing <laughs> is, it, 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 I was looking at the map. It looks like they have a zoo as well connected to it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I, was like, I do have them at my number 27th spot. Oh, just because of just because of the exterior, because if you and you look at the uh, the marquee sign of the building, it's like, am I going to the doctor's office? <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh so my god, arena, the, the Wings Event Center opened on October thirtieth of nineteen seventy four. Um, so this is a pretty old arena. Um. And uh, the capacity is almost about 5,000. Uh, it is multi-purpose. They use this for indoor football, basketball, uh, among other things. Um, now, yeah, I'm going to agree with these guys that this also goes towards the bottom. I have them ranked at number 23 for me. Um, so the inside. The inside, now I will say, the screen looks beautiful, okay? The screen is amazing. Like, even, no matter what side of the arena you are on, you can very clearly see it. And it's a very big, you know, board. Like, you know, if, even if the power went off in there, like, if, like the lights just from the score clock alone could, you know, light the arena. So it's pretty amazing how much of the ice it really takes up. But despite all that, not the best looking arena and also the outside looks atrocious um it is um definitely looks like i'm about to go get my driver's license or i'm about to go to a doctor's appointment or it looks like i'm about to drop my grandfather off to get his prostate exam or something like that like it definitely <laughs> looks like that so wings event center sorry kalamazoo got you down a little bit towards the bottom. Um, okay, and Joseph. Before we move on, yeah. we, we do have to say that we love their mascot. Yes, he, he is great. We love Slappy. <laughs> uh, yes, we do. All right, so we are going to move on to um, uh, Utah. Uh, the, uh, Utah. We are going to go to the Utah Grizzlies and the Maverick Arena. Where do you guys have the Maverick Arena ring, ranked? So I'll go with this one first. Yeah. Looking at the exterior, it gives me like a, almost a vibe of a smaller version mm -hmm. of the Palace of Auburn Hills. I can um, see it, yeah. And I love the palace. I've been to the palace so many times as a kid. Yep. And, and it has this nice welcoming marquee. Um, and you're looking at it, the nice glass windows, the LED um, um, signs welcoming you um, for tickets and all that stuff. So I'm going to put them at number 13. All right. Um, Irvin? Uh, I don't like that it doesn't have a scoreboard. 
I don't I think they have one on the side, but it's just that arena it meant to be for scoreboards, so I'll just give it number fifteen. Chris. Sorry, I had to unmute my mic. Um, so, I, as I say about Mavericks Center, I was like, one joke I make about it is it's named after my home team, the Kansas City Mavericks, and I always laugh at that name. <laughs> but the arena itself looks decent, beautiful. I would say it'd probably be in mid-tier. Like they say, it's like 12th place, 11th place. Okay. Um, so this arena opened in on September twenty uh, September twenty second, nineteen ninety seven. So this arena is almost twenty five years old. Um, this uh, arena, its capacity uh, is around uh, at least for ice hockey, it's around ten thousand, but the capacity could go up to around twelve thousand. Um, it is a multi purpose arena. It is well known. Uh, as the main venue for the ice hockey events for the 2002 Winter Olympics. Um, and of course, it is the home arena of the Utah Grizzlies. Um, so the Maverick Center, looking at this, this is going to rank pretty high up for me. This is going to go at number 11. Um, and the outside of the arena, I definitely agree with Charlie, does remind me of the palace. I, I think the outside looks very, very beautiful. Um, the inside though, I think could use a little more work, um, but it's okay. It, it's, it's a decent looking arena inside. So that's what keeps it out of, uh, out of the top 10, uh, for me. So Maverick center will be, uh, at number 11 in like the middle tier. Okay. Let's go to, um, Hmm. I think we should go to Idaho. Let's go to Idaho and let's go to the Idaho Central Arena, the home of the Idaho Steelheads. Where do you guys have this? Uh, let me look it up. Mm. Okay. I am digging the inside. Uh, I'm definitely digging the inside of this arena. Uh, it's. I love the how the roof is nice and white, and the red seats just pop in the photos. Yeah, and it gives you that nice, warm, welcoming feeling. It looks like, mm -hmm. and looking at the out exterior, it's okay. The exterior is okay. Oh, okay. Um, I would give it. My number. Oh, yes. 19. 19. Okay. Urban. Right. Okay, okay, I got mine. So, okay, this is a really unique arena. I'm not going to lie. It looks really nice. It's brand new and everything. I'll, I'll give it 13. 13. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris. Yeah, I've just brought it up just now. So I'm looking at, I'd say about mid-tier, I'd say 15th or 16th. Okay. Um, all right. So the, um, the Idaho Central Arena, 
this arena opened on September 24th, 1997. So this one is about 25 years old as well. Um, $50 million construction cost. It is multi-purpose. They've used this for uh, basketball, concerts, boxing, among other things. Uh, the capacity of the arena goes up to about six or 7,000. Um, and for me, this arena, as unique as it is, I'm going to rank it down at number 22. Don't get me wrong. I, I do like the inside of the arena. I think the inside looks very, very nice, especially the way that the, uh, the, the jerseys are displayed uh, on the side. And yeah, I, I, I do love the way that it looks. However, the outside could leave more to be desired, um, which does make it unique. Makes it unique. Um, however, it looks like I'm about to go shop for, you know, some perfume for my sisters. Like, or I'm about to go, you know, shopping at the mall. You know, it doesn't look like I'm about to go to a hockey game. Um, but that's just my opinion. It's going to go to number 22 for me. All right, we're going to go back to OH, Ohio, and we're going to go to the Huntington Center, the home of the Toledo Walleye. Uh, where do you guys have uh, Toledo ranked? Let me, pull, let me pull this up. Toledo Walleye, of course, one of the uh, one of the powerhouse teams this past season, the ECHL. They made it pretty far uh, in the championship. Interesting. This is an interesting arena. Yeah, came up short in the end, but Toledo uh, had a pretty good season, so maybe they can keep it going this year. But uh, where do you guys have it ranked? Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm playing it up as well. Okay. And Ooh. wow. Like I said, guys, you gain a live reactions of looking at some of these arenas for the very first time. So that's why you're hearing a delay of a speaking. Because we want to make this as natural and, and as organic as, as possible. That's right. So, yep. And I would say it is a beautiful um entrance like when i'm looking at it i'm like okay this feels like a marquee arena and i'm gonna put it in my top 10 oh wow i I, I love the wow 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 um and i'm gonna put it at number eight all right all right uh, I'll give it. I'll get uh, honestly to be honest, I'll, I'll put it on my top 10 too. I'll put it on my nine, Chris. I'd say it's a good top 10 arena. I love how beautiful how it looks inside and outside. Okay, and those yellow seats, man, those on one pitch looks like it has yellow seats on it, looks neat. And it's like Top 10, maybe some, I would say. <laughs> okay. Um, so this arena opened in October of 2009. Uh, the construction cost was $105 million. This is a multi-purpose arena as they do use it for hockey, basketball, and concerts, among other things. Uh, the capacity is about 8,000. Um, so for me, the Huntington Center is... Uh, 
ranks up at number 14. So just barely cracks into my top 15. Um, I will agree with these guys that the inside does look very, very nice. Uh, I do like the seating, the lights. So everything looks very nice. And the outside of the arena does look good at night. However, during the day, it looks like I'm, I'm, I'm about to go grocery shopping or it looks like I'm about to go, you know, um, deposit a check or something like that. It, it doesn't really look like I'm about to go to a hockey game. But that, that, that's just me. Uh, number 14 for me for the Huntington Center and the Toledo Walleye. Okay, we are going to go to the reigning, defending oh, yeah. Kelly Cup champion. My fate, yes, Everblades inside the Hertz Arena. Where do you guys have the champions ranked? My man. Oh, yeah. He's going definitely on my top 10. He's on number seven. Okay, Charlie. So I have them at number three. Wow. My list. Wow. Wow. Chris. The pitchers right now is looking up the name. Hertz Arena, right? Yep, yep. Hertz Arena. Great atmosphere. The outside there. looks like a big billboard with that yellow paint saying Hertz on it, though. And it's kind of crazy, but I'm going to look at the inside. Mm-hmm. Looks kind of like our, my arena in a way, which I like my arena. We'll get to them. We'll get to mm-hmm. them. Uh, I'd say mid tier for me. Fun fact uh, I actually been to love. that arena. All right. So this arena opened in November of 1998. Uh, This is a multi-purpose arena. They use it for hockey, concerts, wrestling, uh, among other things. Um, And the capacity is about 8,000. And for me, I'm going to put the defending champions one spot above Toledo at number 13 um the outside looks pretty solid i love the way that it looks uh, on the outside looks like an arena uh the inside however inside looks pretty damn good uh inside looks pretty damn good um but uh you know yeah i think it's pretty solid uh overall so hertz arena is going to go at number 13 and once again congratulations to one of our friends uh swampy Swampy. Uh, for winning his second um kelly cup it his- was so nice me it was so nice to meet him um back in um october back october of last year so yeah swampy is an absolute class act and uh i love uh, i love talking to him uh so swampy shout out to you brother we love you um i'll say okay. one quick thing another reason yeah. why i liked about this arena yeah. Is there was an outlet mall right next to it? Oh yeah, oh, uh-huh. right. Yeah. So do a little shopping for the game, or go, oh, go, go do a little shopping before the game. So, and then you're like, hey, you guys want to go see a ho- ice hockey game? All right. Okay, we are going it to go get to... chilly though. That's what I can say. <laughs> uh, all right, Irvin, we're gonna go towards your territory in the Carolinas, and we're gonna go to the okay. South Carolina Stingrays. At the North Charleston oh, Coliseum. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, you guys, uh, where do the Stingrays 
And oh, Stingridge. Oh, I thought you were going to Green Greenville. Oh, okay. Yep. Stingray, Stingray, Stingray. Oh, Stingray. Oh, Charleston. Yeah. North Charleston Coliseum. North Charleston Coliseum. Oh, wow. I've never been to this arena before. I, I would love to go. I've you know I never been out out in the like the ECHL arenas in South Carolina, so I definitely got to check it out. I'm looking to exterior shot. It looks like it's hurting my eyes. <laughs> Don't stare at the outside of it too long. You might damage your eyes. Inside. What night? Looks like it has like a. Maybe I'm not looking at the outside picture again. Yeah. Looks like a mid-level concourse there. Good ADA seating, I can tell you that. Yeah. That's a plus. Some of these greens don't have very good ADA seating at all. The entrance, the entrance looked kind of interesting. With the palms. The... The palm trees on on the side of school, I like that. Yeah, that mason that uh, oh mason work on the outside look look just clashes with the shape of their building. Yeah, I gotta say I have them at number nine. Whoa, okay. whoa, okay. Because like remember I was saying how um when there was one one we know that gave me that. It was Utah. It's like gave me like that Palace of Auburn Hills vibes. Yep. This one definitely gave me that vibes. Looking at the at the bricks. Yeah. On the brick design of it, and that where the palace looked like that one point. They had that kind of bricking. I was like, okay, I'm digging this. It is a unique um ceiling roof, but um that's why I have them at number nine. Hey, Irvin. Uh, I I gotta give up. Have I done a twelve? No, I've done a twelve. Have I? No, I did. I'll give him fourteen. Fourteen, okay, Chris. About eighteenth. Okay. All right. So this arena opened in January of nineteen ninety three. Um, it had a construction cost of about 25 million. Um, the capacity is 13,295. Uh, it's a multi-purpose arena. It's used for hockey, basketball, concerts, graduations, monster truck events, orchestras, all, all sorts of things that have taken place over there. Uh, okay. North Charleston Coliseum and the South Carolina Stingrays, they are actually going to rank over at number eight for me. So pretty okay. high up. Um, I, I love the classic um, Coliseum, you know, outside look that, that this has. Uh, and the inside looks very, very nice, especially I love the, the ceiling lights and everything love that structure and then you know of course there's plenty of nice seating in there um yeah i i think this is a very very nice uh indoor arena so they ranked over at number eight for me um and of course following that 
we're going to go to the home of the Greenville Swamp Rabbits in good old North Carolina. Uh, in no, South Carolina. Carolina. They're in South huh? Carolina. <laughs> oh, oh, South Carolina. Okay, I'm, I'm yep, sorry. They're South in South Carolina. Carolina, yep. And they play in the Bond Secures Wellness Arena. Greenville Swamp Rabbits, where you guys have them? Uh, this is hard. <laughs> I know it is. Yeah. That's an exterior. Looks good. Yeah. I kind of love that Rotonda entrance. Yeah, same. That looks cool. Wish more arenas had that. That was beautiful. I'll give it number five. Oh, five. Yeah. Looks like a pretty flat rake in the seating there. It looks like it, if the person. So sight lines might be an issue there. Based on how the seating is, it's like all flat, like a pancake almost. Yeah. I like my, I like how my arena has the steep rake. Shout out, yeah. sh- shout out to their mascot. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'll have them. Like I said, like I said previously, this is all on first impressions of, of the look. That's why y'all ain't hearing the, uh, the silence from us. Yep. So it has a nice look to it. Um, the Inside, I'm not really feeling the seats kind of thing. So I'm going to have them at number 15. 15. Okay. And where'd you say you have them, Chris? Okay. The exterior is outstanding. I love the exterior with the rotunda. However, when you look at the inside parts of it, it looks like you'll have a hard time seeing the upper deck nosebleed sections are like look like they're a mile away from the action, and the lower deck looks like it's flat as a pancake. Where anyone sitting in front of you is gonna block your view, even they, especially when they stand up, go get mm-hmm. that beer. So I would say <laughs> I'll put about fourteenth. All right, so the bond secures wellness arena hopefully i'm pronouncing that correctly opened in in september of 1998 construction cost was about 63 million dollars uh the capacity is about 15,951 so almost 16,000 people it is a multi-purpose arena has done hockey basketball wrestling concerts all sorts of uh great stuff uh, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits, they are going to rank up all the way at number five. So they are in my top five of the arenas here. Uh, Great. Yeah, uh, I think the outside, you know, like you guys mentioned, the rotunda. I think, I think it looks very nice. However, it looks like I'm going to class. It looks like I'm going to class. But North Carolina, um, North Carolina with the arenas, they're, they're, they're really old school, to be honest with you guys. I thought I said, said in South, South Carolina. Carolina. In South Carolina, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, North Carolina, South Carolina. Apples, oranges, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, and, and then the inside, I think, is very, very well looking. They did a great job 
uh, on the on the architecture for this you know uh lights speakers seats you know construction everything looks very nice and hey any any arena that hosts bon jovi you got my respect just just so you all know that i'm a rock and roll fan i love myself some bon jovi i mean can you all agree yep yep uh, i love myself some good old rock and roll okay we're going to go to Wichita, Kansas, and we are going to visit the Wichita Thunder at the, what they call it, the Intrust Bank Arena. So where would you guys let me, rank? Let me pull this Bank up. Arena? Let me pull this up. Uh, so if I have this correctly, because I did the little research when you were talking, oh, I have okay. this in my top five. Oh, Wow. Okay. Um, they haven't looked. That's an awesome spot. You guys, and oh, wow. that's and that's like saying that was the thing, like I was saying earlier about the glass, the windows, and I'm just a sucker for that, for like a marquee entrance. Yeah. So it has a nice um little structure, whatever you want to call it, point. <sighs> it looks like it's glass all the way around almost. Yeah. So that's why I broke my top five on number four. Okay. Irvin, Chris? I have it ranked 27. Just kidding. I just said that because that's my rival, our rival team there. It's actually an awesome arena. I would say it's a top, easy top five. I would put, I would say number two. Number two. Wow. Yeah. Give it number, I'll give it number three. Looks amazing. Okay. So. Intrust Bank Arena. This opened on in January of 2010. So this is definitely like a newer arena, only about 12 years old. Um, it is a multi-purpose arena. Um, of course, the Wich- uh, Wichita Thunder play here, as well sometimes the Wichita State Shockers men's basketball team plays here. They have concerts here uh, from time to time. Construction cost is about $205 million. Um the capacity is around 15,000. Um, it's definitely solid. And this is going to rank up at number seven uh, for me. Uh, so below the Greenville Swamp Rabbits, um, but, de- but above the uh, South Carolina Stingrays. Um, this is a very, very nice looking outside uh, of the arena. Um, like I said, I'm a glass man. Love all the glass. That's definitely something I'd love with my arena. Um, and uh, inside, I, I do love the, the look of those suites. The suites look very nice. Um, and just the overall layout of everything in there, especially like just like, you know, the, the outside, you know, like where the lobby area is, those look very, very nice. You know, the concession stands and everything. Definitely would love to watch a game here. So they rank all the way down at number seven okay speaking of rivalries as he just mentioned the kansas city mavericks all right and they play um what's the name of this arena again oh yeah this is the cable domper arena so where do you guys have kansas city mavericks and i'll let chris start since this is his team 
That's my home arena. That's my favorite hockey team. I've been to Comets games and Mavericks games there. I love the steep seat rake there and where it gives good sight lines all throughout the much of the arena, especially on the ends. I, the best sight lines are actually on the ends. The arena is actually paired up with a, ice, a public ice rink next door they have for their hockey games. Sometimes the Mavericks will even play in there. We had a preseason game in the community ice next door last year, which was kind of funny. Impens. So the concourse is like um, 270 degrees. It ends up, it doesn't go all completely around. It is glass all the way around on the outside concourse. So you can see outside on nice days or the sun come in, heat the place up. I, of course, have it ranked as my number one arena. I We could use more handicap accessible seats downstairs, but that's how it's set up, the way it is. I love the ramps where you can, the teams come in on the side for, where you can give them all high fives as they come in. It's my home, sweet home, inside and out there. I love that place so much. Yes, sir. Uh, Irvin, Charlie, where you guys have the Cable Dahmer Arena? I'm going to put them at number 12 on my list. Uh, I agree with Charlie. And and one thing I do like about this arena, the exterior looks amazing. I I, I have seen it on TV uh, when they when they hosted AEW Dynamite, and it looks beautiful. Oh, oh, they hosted AEW. They had AEW there. Oh, I completely forgot about that. So, wow. and just looking at some pictures of it, and it is a beautiful inside arena so just looking at yes. from, from that and of course um joseph your, your pelly comet your buddy comet plays there that's right yep yep i agree with charlie number 12 all right so the cable dumber arena opened in november of 2009 the construction cost was about 60 million the capacity is about five thousand 5,800 is almost 6,000 fans. Um, and this is multi-purpose. They posted hockey, soccer, gymnastics, concerts, wrestling, monster trucks, everything you can think of. The, 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 the circus, I mean, you name it. Um, this is the home of the Kansas City Mavericks and also uh, home of the Kansas City Comets of the MASL and the home of my buddy Comet, uh, bitter rival turned great friend. Uh, and who I love to pieces. Uh, love you, brother, if you're listening. Um, okay, Cable Dom Arena. As far as the uh, as the as far as my opinion on it, I'm sorry. Looks like a doctor's office. It it, lo it looks like a dentist's office. Like it looks like I'm about to go get my teeth pulled out. <laughs> and which is which is uh, speaking of, speaking of teeth pulled out. That's exactly what the uh, what the comments do to their fans when they lost. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. Comment. I'm kidding, comment. Okay, um, <laughs> but I, and and but in all seriousness, yeah, like the layout is actually very similar to uh, the Allen Americans Arena. Um, you know, th the only difference is that the suites look different. And when I look at the suites here, the which is the premium seating, 
it's it, it really does look like a doctor's office like in the outside you know also looks like a doctor's office even though i do love the glass and it is a pretty solid arena the scoreboards are very unique the seating is nice uh and i do love the layout like i do have you know a, a love for that layout just because of how close to home it is uh but i have them ranked at number 20 uh on my list so uh yeah i do have much love for the fans in kansas city you guys are awesome cannot wait to come down there okay we're gonna go to tulsa oklahoma and we're gonna go to the tulsa oilers inside the bok center where do you guys have this uh have this arena ranked the bok center bok so look that up again so doing like our talking out looking at everything Got to get a few things prepared. I had this in my top 10 on number six. Yep. I Very agree. unique yep. outside. I, agree. I think it has the most unique exterior exterior of all of the arenas. Yeah, I agree. Looks cool. Wow. Yep. I agree. Yeah, it's a neat, it's a beautiful arena on the outside. Quite beautiful. Looking at the scene, but I'm trying to look up a hockey configuration pretty, of this place. Pretty, pretty interesting mascot. Yeah, what does their mascot look like? I never looked that up. No. <laughs> you know what? I, I haven't seen him in a while either. We gotta look this up. It's a guy. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, that's uh, it's uh, could use some work, yeah, looks like nice up close seating and everything. So, I'd say it's a top, I'd put fifth, yeah, yeah. All right, so BOK Center this opened in August of 2008. Um, it has a capacity of 19,199, so almost 20,000 fans. It is multi purpose, they use this for hockey. Um, concerts, graduations, all sorts of things like that. Um, and it uh, looks like the construction cost of this was about $196 million, so almost $200 million uh, to do this arena. This is going to rank all the way up at number two for me. This what? is a fantastic-looking arena. I, I couldn't want anything better. The score clock looks unbelievable. It, it looks great. Um, the seating, you know, and, and the, the inside, the, the lobby area, I mean, mwah, chef's kiss, the suites, unbelievable, unbelievable how, how great this arena looks like it, it looks fantastic. So this ranks all the way up at number two for me on the list. <sighs> okay. All right, where are we going next? All right, we are um, we're going home, going home, ladies and gentlemen. You're we're going to, to the Credit Union of Texas Event Center, my hometown, my home, the home of the Allen Americans, and of course, the home of your future Ron Newman Cup champion, Dallas Sidekicks. It is the Credit Union of Texas Event Center, also known as the Allen Event Center, close to home. Where do you guys rank it? Uh, don't, don't worry. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Don't worry. All right. 
So the exterior looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, have, you have that nice um um glass um oh, oh my god, why am I planking? Um tube. Um yeah. You have the you have you have a nice quick uh, exterior as well. Yeah. Um, a fun like fun like LED lighting outside that gives a nice pop showing games. Inside looks uh, inside it's a nice arena as well, just like Kansas City. So I'm gonna put them at I'm making sure I did not miss the numbers. I feel like I'm being an auction. At number 16, if uh, that is available still for me. Okay. Urban. I wouldn't be fair. I didn't know they had indoor football. For a very short time. Wow. It looks it, it looks pretty good for a soccer arena and, and a football arena. The, 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 six. It, was, it was the home of the Texas Revolution who played there from 2013 and devolved and, uh, dissolved in about 2017. I'll give it number six to be fair with you. Okay. Um, Chris. Yeah, it looks just like my home arena in a lot of ways. I've seen this picture, this arena, pictures of this arena before, and it reminds me so much of home in a way, so many ways. That's why I have it ranked high, like number three. All right. Well, well thank you so much, brother. I really appreciate that. This arena – Opened in November of 2009. This was a $52.6 million project. Uh, this has about 8,600 seats, so about almost 9,000 fans. Um, multi-purpose, concerts, special events. You guys know how much this arena means to me, those of you who have stuck around and listened to the podcast. Um, this is my home. This is the one place that is my happy place and that means absolutely everything to me and that got got my start with just an amazing team the staff dancers um players coaches president and of course the most amazing fans in the entire world that mean absolutely everything to me um this arena to be fair this is going to rank at number 19 on my list um so one spot above the kansas city mavericks um the layout like i said is very similar um the 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 concourse you know where the uh you know the lobby and everything is the the way the concession stands are laid out look absolutely fantastic um you know the merchandise stands you know they do a great job with it um and um it is also used of course you know for hockey and things like that you know the, the back of the arena very well structured um and the outside you know the big iconic glass door looks absolutely beautiful especially at night when it's lit up looks absolutely incredible um but yeah this is going to rank at number 19 psychics nation i love you i'll see you in december let's go trust the vision and get that cup mm-hmm. all right so um we are now going to go to Iowa, and we're going to go to the Iowa Heartlanders, uh, and they play in the Extreme Arena, is what they call it. Um, where are you guys going? I say, to Joseph. Break? Yeah. Let's just say one quick, quick, quick thing. 
For those '90s kids, no, it's not. It's not Soundstage 21 at Universal. Because for those that grew up in the '90s, we watched Guts. Extreme. And the Extreme Arena was Soundstage 21 at Universal Studios. Do you have it, Guts? <laughs> wow, it's a brand new arena. Yep. Looks nice. nice. Looks nice. New mascot. Like like the mascot. Cool. Yep. The sidelines look great. Seating <laughs> looks interesting. They're all black and yellow. Kind of reminds me of a uh, Stayin' by Me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't doubt me, Internet. There's the outside. It's glass and. Love glass on the outside. <laughs> I still can't. That name makes me laugh because the guts reference. So you know what? I think this. I'm going to put them. I'll get this a ten. Be fair. Okay, Charlie and uh, Chris. And I need, I need like in my numbers for them. Okay. Looking at it, looks simple. Looks good. I'd say about ninth. Okay. Seven is all of my high num low numbers are pretty much all, all full, and I hate giving these beautiful um arenas a high number. But I'm going to put them at 20. Wait. I just lost, 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 lost my notes. Wow, I'm blanking right now, and I do not like to blank. Let's go with 23. No, 23 is already taken. Oh my God, what's wrong with me right now? I'm okay. Just, it's okay. We're not taking, we're not grading you on number repetitiveness. Yeah. 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 So I'll give arena, it a tie. I'll give it a tie at 23. Okay. So this arena opened in September of 2020. It has a capacity of about 5,100. So about 5,000 fans. The construction cost is about 50 million. It is multi purpose. Uh, they use it for hockey. Uh, sometimes the home of the Iowa Hawkeyes volleyball teams, of course, the university, um, wrestling, um, among other things. Um, so looking at this arena, it is a very clean, nice-looking arena. However, I think they could have done a little bit of a better job because it, it doesn't look like I'm going to see a hockey game. It, it looks like I'm going to a Dave and Buster's or going to an arcade, or it may look like I'm going to Chuck E. Cheese 2.0. Um, you know, um, so they are going to rank down at number 24 for me. Um, once again, it, it is a it is clean, a clean, nice looking arena, but I just think they could have done uh, a better job with it. 
Okay, we are going to go now to Indiana. And we're going to go to the home of the Indy Fuel, which is the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. Uh, where do you guys rank this arena here for the Indy Fuel? So, so I had him at number 22. Old school. 22, okay. I had him at 22. All right. It's an old barn. I have him 17. I have to look up pictures of, uh, um. of course, their famous mascot, Diesel. Diesel. Big Daddy Cool Diesel. <laughs> Ooh, it's a beautiful old barn. Yeah. He's definitely renovated it over the years. Yep. Extensively, looks like. It almost looks like they got the place out and rebuilt on the inside because it looks very new on the inside. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. There it is. Yep. Looks like they did get it out and rebuilt it on the inside. Wonder what it looked like before the renovation. Oh man, there's an old picture. Wow, look even. Oh, I I look at the old, the pre-renovation. I found a pre-renovation picture just now. It was just a single bowl. It looked beautiful. Absolutely beautiful back then. Yeah. It looked used to look. I said the old look looks better than the new look. But yep, it been renovated. Looked like you got it out, rebuilt on the inside. Sight lines, they don't look like they're designed for hockey as much. Yep. Unless we're talking about the oldest layout, the old layout looked like it was better for hockey. So I'd say I put about uh seventeenth. Okay. Well, gentlemen, this arena opened in August yeah. of nineteen thirty-nine. Wow. So this is one of the oldest arenas out there. It has quite the life and has quite the history. This thing uh, had a $63 million renovation, which uh, reopened in April of 2014. Um, the capacity of the arena is about 6,500, so almost 7,000 fans. Uh, has, it's multi-use, used for you know hockey. Um, uh, looks like it's used for uh, football, maybe a few football events, maybe basketball. Um, yeah, yeah, used for basketball, yeah. Um, so, so like I said, this has quite the history. The When this arena opened, it was part of President Franklin Dean Roosevelt's Work Progress Administration, part of the New Deal. It had the, the only performance held in Indiana by the Beatles in 1964. The Beatles played in this arena. 
Um, now, despite all of this, and the Pacers did play here for a short time. They played here from 1967 until 1974, uh, winning three ABA championships. Um, despite all this history, guys, I'm sorry. The age definitely does show. It is an old barn. Um, this is going to go at the very bottom. This is going to go at number 27 for me. Um, of course, I, I do love a charm of an old-fashioned uh, arena. However, it, it, just something about this just doesn't seem right. I, I, I don't know what it is. Like, just yeah, I, I, I hate how outdated it looks. The, the inside looks okay. It's not the worst in the world. But at the same time, I really felt like they could have done better with it. So, yeah, uh, it's going to rank at the very bottom for me. All right. Now, we are going to go up north of the border. And we're going to go to uh, what they called the Lions. Uh, and they play in the Coliseum Videotron Arena. Uh, and just in case you need, they, they play up in Canada. Um, the full name of the team, uh, I hope I pronounce this correctly, is the Choice Rivieras Lions. As they started playing in the 2021 seasons, so they've only been around for a short time. Like I said, they play in the uh, Coliseum Videotron Arena. So where do you guys rank our Canadian team here. Of course, it is French. So, <laughs> um, oh, God. number oh, eleven. I, um, I thought I was looking at PlayStation Five for a second on the <laughs> exterior. I, I have it at number seven. Number seven. Okay. That's what I know. Well, what do you, how do you what do you like about it make it rank seven? It it makes me want to go there and just take a picture in front of it. <laughs> That's why it's on my number seven. Like if you think about it. Oh my like, god. If, you know what? Like say, like, you know what? I've never been to this city, but that seems like a great place to take a picture into like a photo shoot. Well, because eventually I do want to do a, a whole tour of Canada one day. Like I want to go to all the, I'm going to go to Montreal. I want to go to Toronto. I want to go to, um, you know, Winnipeg, you know, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. Uh, I want to go to, uh, you know, um, Calgary. You know, I, I want to go to all these, uh, all these places in Canada. A nice little road trip. No, don't there. forget Newfoundland. Come on now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll put about 24th. Not 24th. <laughs> okay. okay. I, didn't, I don't think very much. It didn't look that great to me. I'll put 21. So, this arena opened in September of 2021. So, it's a, it's a baby. It's a very new arena. However, it has only a capacity of about 4,390, so almost about 5,000 fans. Um, it, uh, it's multi-purpose, um, looks like the project was about $60.6 million, uh, for this. Um, so I'm going to rank our neighbors 
uh, north of the border at number 10. Uh, the outside of the arena kind of reminds me of the Hertz arena a little bit. Uh, I do like it's a very solid layout on the outside. And, and like Charlie said, it just has that appeal of, you know, you, 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 you kind of want to go and just take a picture in front of it, even though it looks more like a factory than it does an arena on the outside. That's just me. It's a very solid look on the outside. And, and, and yeah. the, the suites, the suites look very nice. I, I, li- I like the way that the suites look on the inside. Um, and I don't, I, will, see, I don't see no signs of a mascot. So um. I will quote one of my heroes here, um, Shawn Michaels. Oh, Canada, how I hate this place. No, no, I'm watch kidding. it. Watch it, Joseph. Um, whoa, whoa. Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. I'm kidding. This, this is not West, the, the Wesley Wage podcast. You cannot talk like that. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. I'm kidding. Because we, as wrestling fans, we all know what happened in Montreal with. Brent I'm Hall. kidding. I'm kidding, Jesus. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to go to South Dakota, and we're going to go to what they call Rapid City. Rapid City. What a name. We're going to go to what they call the Monument. That's what they call it, the, the the Monument, or is also known uh, formally as the, the, Rap- the Rapid Rushmore Plaza Civic Center, home of the Rapid City Rush. Where do you guys have this ranked on your list? Say first off, Nugget, do not get mad at me for this one. 26. Uh-oh. Oh, damn. But Nugget, I love you. You know how much I respect you. And we'd love to have you on the podcast. Yeah, Nugget is, uh, he's one of our favorites. And, and, and I'm mad, I'm going to say it right now. Nugget, we would love to have you. Biscuit, we will love to have you as well. Matt and yep. John from the Unsuited Podcast. We'll love to have you guys, and we'll love to have an OMG reunion. Yep. <laughs> Let's say history that this thing has. Let's see, fifteen. I would say fifteen. Fifteen. I'll put it right. I think I already used fifteen. But I'll just use fifteenth again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe lower. Right. So. This arena, which is multi-purpose, um, you know, used for basketball concerts and everything such as such, um, it opened in 1977. Uh, and fun fact, this was the grand opening event was a concert by Elvis Presley on June 21st, 1977, which was filmed wow. for a CBS television special that aired in October. The concert was during the singer's final tour before his death on, in August of 1977. Um, so, Joseph, Elvis. hold up. Yeah. Breaking news. I'm changing them to number 17 due to that history 17. right there. 17, okay. All right. Um, so it, this was a, uh, a originally... A $24 million construction, but once they got the remodel uh, in 2021, um, it was a $130 million project to renovate this uh, arena. So this sits about, about for ice hockey, about 7,500, um, you know, mostly I think it goes up to about 10,000. Uh, so solid. Um, the history is great, much like the Indy Fuel. 
has some history. However, age is going to catch up. And despite how good the renovation looks, uh, I'm going to put this down at number 25 um, for me. It's, there's not really a lot special about this arena outside of the uh, outside the history of it. I mean, the inside looks like a college arena more than it looks or like a junior ice hockey arena more than a minor league. You know, arena, but that, that's just my opinion. I, I think they could have done a better job with it, but uh, the, the the ceiling looks pretty nice, seating, everything, lights, but um, I think they could have done a better job with it as far as that goes. Um, but man, what, what an absolute rich history uh, that this uh, arena really has. All right, we're going to go to Glen Falls, New York, and we're going to visit the Cool Insuring Arena. The home of the Adirondack Thunder. I was just in it. Oh, yes. The Adirondack Thunder. Home also the old team, the Adirondack Phantoms. Yep. Our good friend Dax. Oh, yeah, that beaver. Man, I mean, that place is something. I don't know. That place is something, man. I don't, I don't know about you guys. Yeah, definitely nice. Yep. That's a yeah, my Look first impression of this is okay. Oh, you um, can't you can't even tell it's an arena from the outside. I, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I'm like, is it a warehouse? Is it a a college? It's a library. Is is it a library? It looks like um, a library on the outside. Uh, is it office buildings? Like. This I will feel just because of the outside of it. Be quiet in the library. Just kidding. <laughs> no, no. It's, it, it, this is my number twenty-six. Twenty-six. Okay. I'm, look, I'm looking at the inside of it. Nothing's really making me say wow. Nothing's sticking out. Looks like pretty good rake for good sight lines in there. Also, I don't know why they got a big giant home. opening at Sarah Ice. Also to mention, it was also home to the Adirondack Flames. Yep. Why do they put the the equipment entrance right at center ice? So that's so weird. I gotta I give know. them I number would, number eight. Uh, that would cost a lot. I put about twenty second. Number eight, Irvin. Wow. Yep. Okay. Um. So. This arena opened in May of 1979. Um, this was originally a $3 million cost, uh, but in the renovation in 2021, it was an $11.2 million renovation here. Uh, this sits about 4,794, 4, uh, so almost 5,000 fans. It is multi-purpose with hockey, wrestling, concerts, you know, basketball, all sorts of things. And as Irvin mentioned, it has quite a history with the uh, being the homes of both the Adirondack Flames and Adirondack Phantoms, which he is quite familiar with. Also the homes of Adirondack Red Wings. So quite the history of the AHL, mm -hmm. but still the home of the Thunder in the ECHL. And uh, this is, so I do like the unique lighting and I do like the, the, the seats are very nice. However, everything else, nothing else stands out to me. This is going all the way down at number 26. So second to last. 
Um, yeah, just like Charlie said, there's not a lot here that makes you say wow as far as the arena goes. Um, and also the outside looks atrocious. It, it looks like a library or like like I'm about to go to school or something like that. It really looks like I'm about to go check out my, my library books is what it looks like. It doesn't look like I'm going to see a hockey game. Um, so, yeah, um, not really a lot to like here. It's going to go down at number 26 uh but of course quite the rich history okay we're gonna go to portland maine and we're gonna go to the cross insurance uh, arena the home of the Maine mariners oh uh, yes um, so where do you guys have this one ranked my butt my, my boy pete uh uh beacon the puffin my that's one of my boys right there number two wow number two wow how about you yeah, guys? It's also affiliated with the Boston Bruins. Okay. So yep, it, it has some Portland has some some really good history about sports. Mention of Boston era, you know. So Come I, to Boston. Hey, watch it. <laughs> so I have them at number 24. 24. Wow. Okay. Oh, only because like I don't like how some arenas, when they have their make their um, like the exterior, where you can see like the the seating layouts. Of course, there it is. Saying, home with, yeah. you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Like you can see yeah, like, the yeah. bleachers. If yeah. that was closed in, I would give it a, a higher score, a higher ranking. But because of that. I think it ruins some of the illusion of an arena, mm-hmm. and it make 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 me make me think it'd be an indoors stadium for football. You know, it was it was an indoor football arena, I think. Yep, it was home to the um, main aces, if I'm correct. Uh, it's been the home of the Mariners, the Portland Pirates, the New England Stingers. The Portland Mountain Cats slash Wave, and the Maine Mammoths. Yeah, Maine Mam. Yeah, the Maine Mar- Mammoths. Yeah, my my bad. Yes, there it is. Okay. So yeah, oh yes, the Portland Pirates. What a what what a rivalry against Springfield. I, I love that rivalry. Mm-hmm. Of course, their their mascot man, um, Pete. Pete, I think his name is Salty, Salty Pete. And Cracker. Salty Pete. Yep, Salty Pete and Cracker. Yeah, classic classic guys. Love. Them. Yeah, nothing stands out on me on this one either. <laughs> I would put like 25-26. It's not that good. Charlie, where do you rank it? This was the the main at 24. Okay. So this opened in March of 1977, but had a renovation that was completed in, fe- in February of uh, 2014, about an $8 million cost. Um this is a multi-purpose arena uh, that does seat about 9,000, almost 10,000 uh, seats. Um, multi, like I said, multi-purpose, you know, for concerts and all sorts of things. Um, for me, this one uh, is pretty solid. I'm going to put this at number 17. So uh, right one ab- 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 below Cincinnati and above uh, Savannah. Um yeah, um, when looking at this arena, once again, I am a glass man. I do like the glass. It looks very nice. 
Uh, inside, um, it's it, it's all right. It's all right. You know, nothing really groundbreaking or standing out. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty solid. You know, place to watch a game. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna put that at about uh, number seventeen. All right, going. And we're moving to Worcester, Massachusetts, and we're going to go Worcester, to Worcester, Worcester, uh, Worcester, 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 Worcester. Yeah, Worcester. Worcester. Yeah. Worcester. Okay, we're going to go to the DCU Center. <laughs> we said we're going to the DCU Center, home of the Worcester Railers. Ah, uh, yes. Which yeah. actually, actually, Charlie just hosted AEW Dynamite. Was that, was that the place that was dynamite? And, and it's also the home, home of the um, 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 Massachusetts Pirates. Yeah, Massachusetts yep. Pirates. Yeah, my uh, boys. Right. Yeah, those are my boys right there, man. Ah, oh, yes. Arthur and, 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 and the fun thing is um, when the Massachusetts Pirates are looking for their performer, um, the mascots of the Pooh Group ended up making a flyer for them. And they said, thanks to that fly, it helped them find someone. And thank you, uh, Charlie. Cour- courtesy of Charlie, I met the performer. Well, one of the, uh, the mascot coordinator, I think. Where you guys have this ranked? My number one. Oh. That is my number one. Dang. I actually... Man, I, I I love that arena. You know why? Because I went to Worcester uh, Worcester Sharks games, and I went to, uh, of course, to a Railer, one Railers game when they first um they first started. You know, it was like two one. It was like in December. I don't remember, but yeah, I went to one of their games. Yeah, that was fun. Oh my god, Charlie and Chris, where do you guys have this ranked? I have it at twenty. Twenty, Chris. Uh, I'm trying to figure this out. It looks interesting. I maybe twelve. Okay. Okay. So this arena opened in September of 1982. Had a renovation most recently in 2013, which was originally a 25.6 million dollar um, uh, project and was 23 million dollars for the recent renovation. Uh, this is multi-purpose, as they mentioned. This is also the home of the Massachusetts Pirates, uh, and uh, they do host concerts. Defending champions, places. actually, they're 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 the champions. Oh, that's they won right. their uh, league last year. Yeah, that's right. All right, and uh, is also like I mentioned, was just the host of AEW Dynamite most recently for Fight for the Fallen. Um, which, by the way, you can catch us talking about that on uh, the upcoming edition of Russell Rage. Um, but, uh, the DCU center, uh, it looks like the capacity is about almost 15,000. So pretty solid. Um, this is going to rank, I'm going to put this at number 15. So it's going to rank in my top 15 here. Um, okay. For me, uh, very solid outside. I do love the downtown look of it. Uh, very solid and uh the inside i do love the seating in here um you know especially being multi-purpose it looks great in all forms um you know i yeah i I think this is definitely a solid look for uh an arena here so i'm going to put them at number 15 uh here 
yeah. And uh, correct me wrong. Did did the Massachusetts Pirates make it to the next round? Uh, I believe so. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Now we are going. Shout to out! Go. Shout out to my boys, Trax and Arthur. Yes. Love, love All right. Guys. All right, we're going to go to West Banco Arena, the home of the Wheeling Nailers. Wheeling Nailers, yeah. Where do we have these guys ranked? So, so I had them at number five. Wow. Number five right. on my on my list. And I give them number two also. And let me see if I can get my information correctly because their mascot was mascot of the week at one point in 2020, I mean, 2021. So, okay. so I do want to give a, a, a shout out, but I want to make sure I do not say the mascot's name wrong. So I'm just doing my quick research on, on make sure I'm not botching any names. Spike? His, his name is Spike. Spike. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, Spike was mascot of the week. There's actually no, there's actually two mascots, Charlie, for Willing, I think. Oh, there is? Yeah. Yep, there's two mascots. Who's 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 the other one? Um Spike. No, that's not it's not Spike. It's the Beaver. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I I see him now. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know what's the name, but uh, yeah, Spike, and then yeah, yeah, of course there's Spike, but then there's just the other one. I don't know what's his name. Okay, well, where do you guys have the West Banco Arena ranked? I like see number two. Number two. Okay, Charlie, Chris. Like I said, I had uh, him at number number five, and Spike was the 2019 ECHL mascot of the year. All right. Uh, layout just seems a word. I'll just put about 10th. Okay. So this arena opened in April of 1977. Um, this sits about 5,406. Um, and uh, it is multi-purpose. Uh, you know, they use for indoor football, uh, monster trucks, uh, wrestling, concerts, all, all sorts of things. Uh, I have the Wheeling Nailers in the West Banco Arena ranked at number 12. I love the look of the lobby on the inside. Um, the score clock is unique, but is a little bit small for its size. Um, outside looks pretty decent. Uh, and of course, you know, I, I do love uh, the layout and, you know, and architecture of everything. It is very, it is quite unique with what they did with the seating and everything doesn't look like there might be too much room. Um, but yeah, this is a pretty good looking arena. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they're going to rank at number 12, uh, for me. All right. We're going to go to the Norfolk scope arena, the home of the Norfolk admirals. Oh, no, 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 Norfolk tides. I think that's what it's called. Wait, no, Norfolk Admirals. No, my bad. No, those are the baseball teams. My bad. Now, I both have... of these teams, both of these teams, uh, Wheeling Nailers and Norfolk, they're both in, in West Virginia. Yep. No, no. 
No, uh, no, Nor- Norfolk is in uh, Virginia. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. So, yeah. I have them at 15. I have, I have them in number, no, number seven. Like, I, that's a cool arena. Oh, I like that arena. Chris, already have it ranked. Beautiful arena. However, it's just not that functional for for sidelines and stuff when you make it in that shape. It's kind of the evil circle shape back in the day, you know. Uh, and uh, you can see on the seats are like, you're like 20 feet up in some places for the front row. It was also AHL arena as well. Yep. Played in the AHL for a while. Yep. Yep. Oh, I Chris, put about, have I'll put about 18th. I think these guys lost their heads somewhere of where these guys, I, I'm absolutely baffled where these guys are ranking it. Wow. Okay. So this opened in November of 1971. Um, it was originally a $35 million cost. Uh, the upgrade since 2003 had about around $14.5 million. Uh, it looks like this seats about 10,253. So almost about 11,000. Uh, this is multifunction complex, you know, multi-purpose uh, arena, and there's no question for me where this ranks on my list. This is number one. This is number one. Like, n- n- no doubt in my mind, it looks beautiful. Outside, inside, I, I don't think another arena it is a match for both both score clocks on both sides, score clock in the middle, the speakers, you know, like when when there's a goal in there, you know it. You yeah, know when, the, when the, there's a goal. That place is electric. Yeah. Yeah, the, the <laughs> electric crowd, the, the seating looks fantastic. Yeah. Um just and, and the, the 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 view at night. The view at night is so perfect. It I'm hope I'm hoping someday I get to um get to see this arena in person when i'm up in something out of a movie i will try and you know um like please go look up a photo of the north norfolk scope arena at night and look how beautiful the thing is and then tell me these guys are out of their mind for ranking it anything but number one (laughs) tell me anyway okay that's me on my little rant (laughs) norfolk scope yeah okay next up we're going to go back to Florida here. We're going to go to the Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena, which is the home of the Jacksonville Icemen and our, one of our buddies, Fang. Where do you guys rank the Icemen? I have it at number one. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> And I'm not, and I'm not just saying um, it because I live in Florida. There's something about that arena that looks beautiful. In the arena is huge. Wow, it's a nice big, it's a nice arena. They 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 hold multiple events. Six number uh, six, definitely number six. I will put right there with you. It is beautiful on the outside, inside. It's a big arena. For big league sports, you know, yeah. oh, so it's a lot larger for <laughs> ECHL team necessary for ECHL teams. So it looks like, oh, look at that size of that crowd for the Kelly Cup game. Ooh. 
No, I know. Wow. Yeah, they have a a nice arena. It, it's nice, big. Um, it looks like it. It is part of ASM Global. I think that's. Uh, I think they book a lot of events for them. Yep. So. Stereo is beautiful. Like, if you're looking inside inside of it, like I love their like little um column where they have a little advertising right there. And as and it is multiple levels, so if you go in there, you feel like you're not going to a minor league game. You feel like you go into a um NHL game. Um, of course, they also have the home of the Jacksonville Sharks. So, yeah, Jacksonville Sharks. Yep. So that's okay. why I have it on my number one. Irvin, you got a number six. Number seven, yes, seven. What did I oh, say? Six. Right, where did I rank at? Like eight or nine or something like that. Okay. So this arena opened in November of 2003. This has a capacity of about 15,000. Uh, the construction cost was about $130 million. Um, this is the home, of course, also of the Jacksonville Sharks and the Jacksonville Giants. Um, this is multi purpose concerts. Um, you know, uh, circus, graduation, basketball, football, everything. Um, so I am going to rank this up at number six. I'm going to rank it at, at number six. Um, the reason is the outside looks beautiful. The inside, especially during the concerts, looks absolutely fantastic. Um, the, 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 the score clock, uh, looks pretty nice, uh, especially looking updated. Uh, I, I love the update, but what really stands out to me out here is in the outside of the arena, there is a memorial, uh, standing out there. Um, so of course, hence its name, Vicar Veterans Memorial Arena, hence its name. Um, yeah, this is a fantastic looking arena. Uh, not much really to say uh, other than great job. And Fang, we love you, and we hope to have you back here on the show here real soon. All right, we're going to go to the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum in Fort Wayne, Indiana, which is the home of the Fort Wayne Comets. Um, where are we going to have this rank, gentlemen? I have it at number 25. Number twelve. Only because they had that uh, that one area that had that big gap. If if we we look at the inside of that arena, Mm -hmm. um, they have like this one area that looks like that it should be covered up, maybe with like a banner or something like that. Yeah. No, you know, you know, you know, I'm talking about. Yeah, I. I can see it. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Like, looks I think like that's a mega curse on that one picture. Yeah, it it, lo- it looks like it's a wasted wasted space, or where where it, they could maybe knock down that and make it look like um and add seats down the line. Ooh. Interior looks a lot. The interior looks pretty though. I do like the interior, but. It's all single level. Looks like good sight lines. Yeah. 
I'll give it number. I love that interior. Uh, yeah, same. same um, uh, uh, I say the exterior. Uh, I say I love the exterior big time. Like the only reason why I I, I had that twenty five is that gap inside, where it looks like it it, it could it could have made it extra seats, or they just could have closed that off and made that in a wall and made that in 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 extra scoreboard kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Think of a ranking. Love that interior. Ooh, Zamboni. I want. Does, I'm gonna Zamboni. say I'm gonna rank at love. Okay. All right. So this arena for the Fort Wayne Comets. Uh, this opened back in September of 1952. Wow. Um, this has a capacity of uh, about 13,000, uh, and some updates to it. It was originally about, um, around $2 million and eventually about, about 2000, no, about $35 million and, you know, some renovations here and there. Um, this is multi-purpose. It's about 13,000. Um, I ranked this at number nine, um, the uh, so the indoor i love the ceiling i i love the way that that ceiling looks especially during the comics games looks fantastic um you know i love the way that you know how unique the seatings uh looks and the architecture there love the look of it um score clock looks great um but there's something about the exterior that is just a little off to me Something very strange, something very weird about that exterior that I just can't put my finger on. Um, it is multi-purpose, which I mentioned. Yeah, um, yeah. So is this? It's a very strange exterior. Pretty good indoor, very unique. Uh, so I'm gonna put it all the way at number nine. Okay, gentlemen, here comes our sentimental favorite. The home of the Newfoundland Growlers, the Mary Brown Center in St. John's, Canada. We're going back up to north of the border. Um, of course, home of uh, our dearly departed but never forgotten Mr. Chris Abbott, Buddy the Puffin, mm-hmm. uh, one of the greatest mascot performers of all time. Um, where do you guys uh, rank the Mary Brown Center, also uh, formerly known as the Mile One Center? So, I was trying to figure this one out, like looking at uh, photos of photos, mm-hmm. and I've been seeing multiple like things. I'm like, I think I have to type in because, like I said, I want to how much we love Buddy the Puffin, Chris Abbott. I'm like, so he is missed. He taught so many people about mascotting, how much he loved, loved loved his community and the community loved him. That's right. And it's... I don't want to give it a high number, but I'll say it is a nice stadium. Classic. It, it, it is pretty. 
I think I'm going to give it a tie. And I'm going to put it in a tie for number 12. Okay. Where do you guys uh, have a right? Wait, wait. Hold on. I have oh. not given 14 yet. Okay. So 14. I'm going to give it 14. I'm already given that number, but I'm not keeping notes. <laughs> I'm giving it number 11. <laughs> okay. So this arena... Uh, opened back in May of 2001, uh, so it's uh, like 20 years old, um, has a capacity of about 7,000, was a $20.5 million um, project. Um, it is multi-purpose, uh, you know, host concerts and, you know, other types of events. Um, like I said, it is the home of the new Fallon Growlers. I'm going to have this ranked all the way up at number three. Of course, um, it's been home to a couple other hockey teams as well as the, the yep. Ice Cabs and the Maple Leafs. Yep. And uh, the Newfoundland Rogues, the ABA as well. Um, yep. So, yeah, uh, the, the exterior of this, gorgeous, gorgeous looking, especially the walkway over to the arena up, up there. Like, it looks, oh, my God, tunnel, beautiful, inside. <laughs> Um, inside, very, very nice looking arena all the way around. Um, and of course, you know, like I said, uh, our friend Buddy the Puffin, this was his, uh, this was his home for many years that he made, uh, it one of the, uh, one of the best and, um, it'll never be forgotten. Um, and, uh, of course down the line here. We will be doing a tribute episode to the life and career of Mr. Chris Abbott, and we cannot wait for that. All right. We are finally approaching our final arena of the night, and it is the home back in Florida, the home of one of our favorite mascots and probably one of Charlie's favorite mascots. Uh, the home of multiple of our favorite mascots. I yes. Think, but, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. I was like, can, can I... Can I take it away on this one? Oh, yes. Okay, Irving, what were you going to say first? Uh, I think we're missing actually two of them. Which one? Reading Royals. We have not done the Royals. Ooh. No, we haven't done the Royals. Oh, wait. Did, did Santana Arena. We need to go there first. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, no. I think. Missing one on the list. So, That's the only one I'm missing it. besides Amway. Oh, wait. Yeah, okay. I, I did miss the Reading Royals. And I'm you missed, sorry. I think, I think the Aces as well. I don't know if they're still around. Aces? The Ice Ice Glen Aces. I don't know if they're still the thing. No, I, I don't think so. Let me let me go back and look here because I, I swear I got everybody. Let's see. Uh, Main Society, Atlanta, Fort Wayne, Green. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, reading Royals are the only ones I missed. I apologize, Red Reading Royals, Royals fans. I, I, Re I Reading sincerely. Royals is ready. ready. Let's ready. go, Royals. Ready, 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 ready. 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 Yes. Sorry, I have you know to hey, clap I because they're na same name as my baseball team. You know what? And I want to apologize for watching there because I know when our good friend. Um, Chief the Dalmatian, um, um, fixed me on saying it properly a few times, 
And the Omasca also has been Masca of the Week as well at on one point. So Slapshot. Slapshot has Slapshot. been Slapshot. Masca of the Week with us. Yeah. And right now, this has got to be our longest episode to date. Oh, We're almost at a two-hour mark. So, guys, oh, thank you so God. much for listening still. And I'm going to break the news right now. We're going to be starting on this podcast, Mascots of the Week. Yes. And it's starting. We're back. Wait, we're back with Mascot of the Week? We're going to have a Mascot of the Month and a Mascot of the Week. Wow. Mascot of the Month is going to be on our Instagram page. Mascot of the Week is almost going to be like our mascot crush. Yeah. Okay. And that starts um, next week. Sweet. Yeah. So I sincerely apologize, Reading Royals fans. De- you beautiful fans down there in Pennsylvania in the uh, Santander Arena. I sincerely apologize. Man, do I feel like shit right now. Wow. <laughs> I, 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 I legitimately do feel like shit. Like, I, I, I really am sorry. <laughs> breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. That yeah, was what's our, going on now. In all of our episodes, I think that was our first shit on our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm 20 honored. something episodes in, if we count inside the mask. And I, we, we, we just got our first beep. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Anyways. So the, Sans, the Santander Arena, I'm just going to run through this real quickly before we get to. The Solar Bears. Um, it is a 7,000 uh, multi-purpose arena. Opened in, wow, okay. September of 2001. Wow. You, you, wow, okay. <laughs> this is a multi-purpose arena. Um, so, once again, I sincerely apologize for leaving them out. I have no idea how I didn't, didn't oh, catch San, this error. Arena. I have no idea how I didn't catch this error in my in my rankings, but I am going to fix it. And I am actually going to I'm actually going to tie them up with the West Banco Arena and the Wheeling Nailers to give them like a tie at number twelve. Um, or you know, man, I like I said, I feel really bad. Uh, I'm sorry. You know what? what do you guys think? I'm gonna give them. In my top five, I'm gonna give yeah. them a tie at number five. Yeah, I'm not saying anything that stands out to me on my end. I would just put it at twentieth. <laughs> um, the lobby looks very unique out here. Um, and uh, the uh, I do I do like the seating, and I do like uh, the lighting in here as here. well. Uh, especially with all the events that they did. Um, yeah, it looks like a very, very solid uh, arena that they put together. So this is going to tie with like the Wheeling Nailers. Once again, Reading Royals fans, I sincerely apologize. Slapshot, you are probably one of the best mascots in the league. Um, so respect to you. Um, okay, like I was saying, I would the give Amway it, oh, Center. Oh. I will give. Okay, I will give so, it. Okay, wait, wait. I forgot my rating. I'll give it a number. Uh, this arena for the uh, Royals, a uh, number five. Uh, Ty is number four. 
Okay. Yes. All right, so, okay, so let me take it away from here. So yeah. our final stop is the magical city, the most magical place on earth. No, I am not talking about Disney. Uh, we are going to the home of stuff and a home of shades. Home of the Orlando Solar Bears and the Orlando Magic, the Amway Center. Shades. Opened in uh, October of 2010. Uh, and uh, has a how beautiful of that arena looks. 20,000. Oh, Charlie. You yes. forgot something. You're about to be a big trouble. Why? The home of the oh, Orlando, Orlando Predators. Yeah. Oh my God. Claw. Alan, do not get mad at me. Claw. The rockstar of mascots. The baddest <laughs> of the bad. Jeez. No man is sung. So. Yeah, I had this arena at number two. <laughs> it's the it, 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 Oh, yeah. We got one more other thing. What? It was the Thunderdome. Oh. The who cares WWE about Thunderdome for a little bit. Who, who cares about the Thunderdome? Who cares? Oh, wait. We forgot one more thing. Speaking what? about Thunderdome. The, the Lightnings versus the Panthers preseason game yep. was there also. Wow, look how incredible this looks for hockey. <laughs> Irvin, Chris, where are you guys going to rank the Amway Center? I will put it at five since I don't think I gave out five yet. Okay. I give it a three. I, I I've, give been, it... I've, been, I've been to a Magic game. Really nice. Okay, so this is not even fair. <laughs> this is not even fair because this is a major league uh, arena as well. So that you know, I, I really wanted a homegrown ECHL arena to win at number one. So I put the Amway Center at number four because, okay, it, it's like r- realistically it's number one realistically but we just want to give the echl homegrown arenas really the spotlight here but of course the amway center is also the home of the mascot games which hopefully will be returning in 2023 um has hosted many events football basketball hockey wrestling concerts all sorts of amazing events and of course the mascot games um yeah this is a fantastic. We love our mascots. Now, uh, so I am going. I know they probably don't have everything in order, but I will quickly run through my rankings for ECHL real quickly. Number twenty-seven, the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, home of the Indy Fuel. Number twenty-six, the Cool Insuring Arena, home of the Adirondack Thunder. Number twenty-five, the Rapid City Rush and their arena, the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center, and also known as the Monument. Number 24, Extreme Arena, home of the Iowa Heartlanders. Number 23, Wings Event Center, home of the Kalamazoo Wings. Number 22, the Idaho Central Arena, home of the Idaho Steelheads. Number 21, the Gas South Arena, home of the Atlanta Gladiators. Number 20, the Cable Dahmer Arena, home of the Kansas City Mavericks. Number 19, the Credit Union of Texas Event Center, home of the Allen Americans. Number 18, the End Market Arena, home of the Savannah Ghost Pirates. 
Number 17, the Cross Insurance Arena, home of the Maine Mariners. Number 16, the Heritage Bank Center, home of the Cincinnati Cyclones. Number 15, the DCU Center, home of the uh, Worcester. Worcester. Uh, uh, Worcester Railers. Number 14, the Huntington Center, home of the Toledo Walleye. Number 13, the Hertz Arena, home of the Florida Everblades. Number 12, the West Banco Arena, home of the Wheeling Nailers, and the Statdander Arena, home of the Reading Royals. Number 11, the Maverick Center, home of the Utah Grizzlies. Number 10, the Coliseum Videotron Arena, home of the Lions. Number 9, the Jacksonville Icemen's Star Veterans Memorial Arena. Number 8, the North Charleston Coliseum, the South Carolina Stingrays. Number 7, the Intrust Bank Arena, home of the Wichita Thunder. Number 6, the, uh, the um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I had Vistar at number six. I'm sorry, what am I saying? Now, number nine was Allen County with the Fort Wayne Commons. Number eight, Charlton North Charleston. Number seven, Wichita. Number six is Jacksonville. Number five is the Greenville Swamp Rabbits Bond Secures Wellness Arena. Number four, the Amway Center, home of the Orlando Solar Bears. Number three, the Mary Brown Center, home of the Newfoundland Growlers. Number two, the BLK Center, home of the Tulsa Oilers. And number one, the Norfolk Scope Arena, home of the Norfolk Admirals. All right. Wow. Uh, so that... Joseph. Yep. You may want to know what I said for the Whalers? Yep. I mean, Royals? Yep. What number was it again? I forgot where you put them. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I, I had them at five. Okay. So here, here is mine. I'm going to do my best. 27... 27, I'm just going to say the teams. Kalamazoo Wings. 26. I don't know about, I don't know about Thunder. 25. Fort Worth Comets. Um, 24. Um, Maine, um, Maine Miners. <laughs> Mariners. Mariners. Um, 23. Iowa Hotlanders. 22, Indy Fuel. My 21, my blackjack was, I don't think I gave one black, a, a blackjack. So number 20 was the, 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 the um, DCU Center. Number 19 was Idaho Steel Steelheads. Number 18, I'm doing the bingo again. The Cincinnati Cyclones. Number 17 was the Rapid City Rush. Number 16, Allen Americans. Number 15, Newfork Armands, the Newfork Scope Arena. Number 14 was the Newfoundland Growlers. Number 13 was the Utah Grizzlies. Number 12 was the Kansas City Mavericks. Number 11 were the Ghost Pirates. Um, number 10 was the Atlanta Gladiators. Number nine was the South Carolina Stingrays. Number eight was the Toledo Walleyes. Number seven were the Lions. Number six were the um, Tulsa Oilers, BOK Center. Number five were the tie for, um, with the um, nail, Nailers and the Royals. Number four on my list was um, which uh, Thunder. 
Number three was the Florida Everglades. Number two was the Orlando Solo Bear. My number one was Jacksonville Iceman. Nice. Uh, oh, Charlie, tomorrow night on, on the wrestling podcast. So, Jesus Christ, we need to talk about Mick Foley. Wait. Oh, Foley, Jesus. Oh, for quick plug for those that are still listening. Make yeah. sure you check out Wrestle Rage, the Wrestle Rage podcast. It's part of the OIW Podcasting Network with myself, um, Blueprint Bruno, um, JMB, and Curtis. On that is the Wrestle Rage podcast. And, uh, you want me to go ahead and do the outro, Charlie? Go ahead. Okay. Um, so. Thank you all for joining us tonight on the Mascot Support Group podcast. If you agreed or you disagreed with our rankings, let us know. Um, if you do a few things for us, if you are listening, if you are listening on Spotify, make sure you hit that green follow button for all notifications. If you are listening on YouTube, do a few things for us. Make sure you hit that red subscribe button uh, to join this furry and fuzzy adventure. Make sure you like the videos. It helps in the YouTube algorithm. Make sure that you turn on the bell for all notifications to be one of the first to get this in your subscription box and just comment below your thoughts, your opinions. What do you want to see? Who do you want to see? Uh, and just, uh, uh, you know, give us your thoughts. We'll plug all our social media below uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything that we have. We will plug it. Um, you know, make sure you follow us at the mascot support group and, uh, stay tuned for uh, future episodes and we will see you guys once again. Thank you, Chris Knight for joining us tonight as a special guest and, uh, we will plug your social media and anything you have as well. So thank you guys so much for joining us and we will see you guys again soon. Thank you so much. Yes. Have a wonderful evening guys. And for those listening, this is the longest episode to date and we thank you guys all for your love and support. See you next time.